Should you check out the view of the man in the high castle? Welcome to the TV-holic previews, where we help you find the prime in prime time by checking out new shows and letting you know ahead of time which ones are worth watching. I'm Jason the TV-holic, and on this episode we are taking a look at Amazon Prime's new drama, The Man in the High Castle, which is based on the novel by Philip K. Dick of the same name that posits an alternate reality where America has lost World War II, and it is now 1962, and the eastern United States is controlled by the greater Nazi Reich, and the west is now the Japanese Pacific states. But amidst this oppression, there is a new hope some films that seem to show a different world. When a woman is killed transporting these film, her sister takes her place and after watching the film, believes that it holds the key to freedom and becomes obsessed with finding where they come from and the mysterious guardian known as the man in the high castle. That woman in question is Julia Crane, played by Alexa Davalos. You may have seen her as Jasmine in TNT short-lived Mob City or a few years back as Samantha on Fox's Reunion. Rupert Evans plays her boyfriend, Frank Frink. He was most recently in BBC One's The Village, and before that was Elliot in DirecTV's Rogue. Luke Kleintank plays Joe Blake, a new recruit to the New York Resistance. You may recognize him as Travis from ABC Family's Pretty Little Liars, or as Finn on Fox's Bones. DJ Qualls plays Ed McCarthy, a friend of Juliana and Frank. He most recently has been Citizen Z on Sci-Fi's Z Nation. Rufus Sewell plays an SS officer, John Smith, that is investigating the resistance. You've probably seen him in lots of stuff, including things like Stars' The Pillars of the Earth miniseries or the short-lived CBS drama 11th Hour. Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa plays Trade Minister of the Japanese Pacific States, Nobusuke Tagomi. I'm sure you've seen him in lots of things. He pops up here and there all over. He has a very recognizable face. Most recently, he was Satoshi Takeda on ABC's Revenge. The Man in the High Castle is an adaptation of the Philip K. Dick novel, as I mentioned previously. But the series here is created by Frank Spotnitz, and he is also executive producer and writer on the series. He has been an executive producer and a writer for shows like Cinemax's Strike Back and Fox's The X-Files. Ridley Scott is also an executive producer, known mostly as the director of movies like Alien, Blade Runner, and Black Hawk Down. But TV-wise, his production company has been behind shows like CBS's Numbers and presently The Good Wife and the aforementioned The Pillars of the Earth miniseries. David Simmel directed the first episode. He is quite the prolific director. Most recently, he directed the pilot for CBS's Code Black and previously the pilots for shows like NBC's Heroes and Life, CBS's Madam Secretary and Person of Interest, and ABC's No Ordinary Family as well as many, many episodes of lots of other things, including all the way back in the day, a few episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, that's who's in it. 
And that's who's bringing it to you. But as always, the question is, is it worth checking out? And my answer is an unequivocal yes. This is one of the best shows of the fall. One of the best shows of the year. I think I've watched the first two episodes. The first of which anybody can watch on Amazon. The second is presently available for Prime members as well. And then all 10 will be available as of the 20th when it premieres for Prime members. But the show sucked me in right away. And I can't wait to watch the rest of it when they come out. This whole show, the whole idea of it to me is fascinating. This whole idea of an alternate reality timeline where the Axis powers won World War II and now have split the United States between them. Where we're following stories taking place mainly in Japanese-controlled San Francisco and German-controlled New York as well as a small town in the neutral Rocky Mountain states. The acting here is really good, and the production value is top-notch. I mean, they really went all out to put this together. The whole creating of an alternate 1960s, where things that are happening, for instance, some TV shows and things that you see in the background as people are watching TV in the series or music in the background, all of these things all sound and feel and look like actual shows, very reminiscent of things from the 1960s, but have been tweaked for this new reality. And I find the whole thing fascinating to watch and to see what they've done. I think they've done a great job of showing us this reimagined timeline and everything that's taking place in there just... I don't know. Like I said, I was just sucked in. I wanted to see more of what's going on in this world. And then this whole idea of there being these films out there that show an alternate reality being what actually happened in the history that we know. And those films being purported to be propaganda by those now in power, but seen by people in the resistance as something that points to the potential of freeing themselves from the oppression that they are under with the way things are now. And I'm interested in finding out more about these films that they just show you hints and clips of you more get the reaction shots of the people watching it for you to understand how potentially powerful these are or why people would want seeing them would now literally risk their lives to keep them protected and safe or transport them to other places and use them to recruit others. I'm just fascinated by the whole idea. I've never read the novel, but these types of worlds and things are always have interested me and seeing them in the movies or TV has always been more where my interests lie. And I really like the idea of it being a TV series as opposed to a movie because they could really delve into this alternate world and show you what it's like as we follow this group of characters. And like I said, I'm just really looking forward to checking out more when The Man in the High Castle premieres Friday, November 20th on Amazon Prime with all 10 episodes uh, as they have moved over to 
being more like the Netflix model where they're dropping the whole season at once as opposed to weekly as they were previously doing with other series. I will be posting a, the trailer as well as a link to the first episode in the show notes at tvholic.com slash preview slash man in the high castle. Uh, if you're interested in checking out more of this series, which I think you should be, but you're not a Prime subscriber yet, uh, I would appreciate you using my link by going to tvholic.com slash preview slash prime, and that'll take you to a page where you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That link gets me a couple of dollars for referring you there, uh, whether you end up signing up for the $99 a year past the 30 days or not. Heck, in the 30 days, you could watch the whole series and have plenty of time to watch that as well as some of the other things they have uh, already out there prime-wise. But let me know if you uh, plan on checking out The Man in the High Castle. Have you been looking forward to this one as much as I have? Let me know in the comments on the show notes or hit me up on Twitter at the TVholic. And until next time, this has been the TVholic Previews, The Man in the High Castle.